This is Packer and Durham on ACCN and Sirius XM Channel 371. Baseball, baseball, baseball is top, front, and center. Uh, Mm -hmm. North Carolina tonight at 6 p.m. Tries to knock off ECU to punch their ticket to the Super Regional. Louisville, after destroying Michigan yesterday 20-1, to will have to beat them again. Coming up at high noon today, if they do, they will join Notre Dame and Virginia Tech, who swept their way into the Super Regionals. Those would be your ACC baseball team still alive and kicking, trying to get to Omaha, Nebraska, which is an incredible road trip for anybody who's ever been. You know what I'm talking about. If you want a bucket list item, go to Omaha for the College World Series. That's a good one. That is a great spot. That is a good one. Yep, no doubt about it. Uh, It is wonderful to welcome TikTok star Mark Packer back to our program. Uh, Mark's TikTok debut (laughs) – I think I'm right about that. That is, is coming correct. up. Yes. Um, and I, once again, Drew and I remember, founding producer Drew Brooks, that uh, we were going off the grid when the plane left on Saturday from Charlotte two weeks ago. Yep. We're going off the grid, boys. I'll let you all know how things are going when I get back. And not long after the plane landed, well, we hop back right on the grid, ACC Network hat with the sticker on the bill for street cred and more, man. You were there. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought I would share with the world what I was experiencing because I wish I could stick everybody in my suitcase to go because it was that spectacular, <laughs> whether it be the Alps in Switzerland uh, or the Duomo, uh, yeah. whether it be in Florence, the one in Milan and uh, Lake Como and you know, zigzagged right past George Clooney's place and waved at him. Sure. Pretty nice spot he's got yeah. there at Lake Como, by the way, Wes. Got to tell you. You think? Yeah. Yeah, he paid yeah. $25 million for that in 2003. Ah! I'm sensing his investment uh, is going to be pretty good there, be my guess. Uh, That's a kind of walk-around money for a man of your leisure, isn't it? No. Over there? You can just kind of flip that cash out on the table there, Coach. No, no, no. But Lake Como was nice. <laughs> I got to tell you, that was, uh, that was good living. All right. Yeah. Uh, I will right, give you now, a highlight. Let you, me give you a highlight. All right, go ahead. Okay. You have a, I was going to ask qu- you, you landed in Milan, right? Yes. You landed in Milan. Yes. To start. Okay. All right. Start in Milan. Okay. And I, of course, do not follow professional soccer, as you well know. You do. You're, you're into it big time. Uh, I, I don't – I couldn't tell you. Uh, and so our first day in Milan, you, know, you, you take the red-eye flight and you, you leave on Saturday or you land Sunday morning – and you're kind of disheveled and not sure. And I'd never been to Milan. Amy had never been. The girls obviously had never been. So we get to Milan and uh, we're going to go to the Duomo, which is an incredible, I mean, spectacular, like so many other facilities in Italy. But as we're walking the first day, I mean, we haven't been there an hour and a half. And we're walking to the Duomo and we to get to the Duomo from where our our apartment we kind of rented little apartments at all these spots um mm-hmm. you got to walk through this thing called the galleria right and the galleria mm-hmm. is like the italian version of a shopping mall on steroids and the the architecture was spectacular and if you follow me on twitter at mark packer or, or instagram at acc packer you'll see these photos but I'm wearing my ACC network hat because that's what I do when I travel. And I'm looking up and, and, and like the architecture was spectacular, right? And um, 
and but you got to go through this galleria to get to the duomo so we do this and it is a madhouse i mean it's just crazy and so we get through it we end up getting a place to to eat and uh the girls see great stores of course magnets yeah moth yeah here they go magnet (laughs) and uh but we're working our way to the duomo so we get through all of this eventually and the duomo is in this incredible piazza and there, there are thousands of people i mean thousands of people and they're chanting and they're going crazy i'm like what have we walked into some kind of protest you know and i just want to get to see this duomo which is right in front of you and it's bigger than life but it wasn't a protest it was all these ac milan soccer fans who are losing their minds i mean they are losing their minds and unbeknownst to me because i do not follow professional soccer AC Milan, who I know a little bit about them from my past marketing projects, sports marketing stuff, they're playing in the championship finale soccer match. And so you have all these AC Milan fans, and they got the flags. It's like going to a Southern Fried football tour on steroids. I mean, just people losing their mind. (laughs) And I mean, they're chanting, and they're going nuts. And I'm just trying to weave our family through all these folks just to get to the Duomo. And they played... That day, right? They played that, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. So we go do the Duomo. They have their match. So we want to grab something afterwards, and we do. And the whole city is just vibrant. I mean, it's just rocking. It's like, uh, I mean, you, you know, I, I keep thinking of like Clemson and Florida State and Virginia Tech football, right? The fan bases that go mm-hmm. bonkers. And just guess what? Right. We're going to go play for the national championship, and we're going to go play it in your stadium. That's kind of what it felt like. Like you're like, holy mackerel, this is nuts! And of course, AC Milan wins, and they celebrate. There's fireworks, and I mean, there. And I, I did some video, which I sent to Brooks. I said, "This is not for air," and um, right. And it's classic. I mean, it is just guys losing their minds. So even when you sat down in an outdoor cafe, everybody's watching. It's like, it kind of reminded you of like um, if you grew up in the state of North Carolina and it's time for Duke, North Carolina and the ACC men's basketball tournament and it's four in the afternoon and everybody's watching and everybody's commenting on every possession, every kick, every pass, everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then people are just losing their minds. So it was great. So that was day one. Like we're, we were already exhausted just from the, from the trip. Thinking we're kind of ease into this Italian thing. Wrong answer. And that went all the way through the night. But I'm going to tell you what the highlight was, though, for me. I'm, I'm away from AC Milan. Because I know that's what you wanted to talk about. We're in uh, Florence, which is one of the great walking cities in the world. And it's incredible. And uh, I'd gone three or four days without shaving. Now, I'm not saying I look like Sam Hartman with the growth, but I mean, I had a little Clooney-esque thing going on, right? Look like, I mean, you, I didn't sure look you did. Clean. I'm not clean yeah. shaven. So I'm minding my own business. Mm-hmm. The girls are shopping, of course, right? So I'm minding my own business. I do not have on the ACC Network baseball hat. I'm just standing there watching the world walk by, which is so easy to do when you go to Europe. So I'm leaning up against this post. It's right in the middle of Florence. And this guy walks up and he assumes I'm Italian. He doesn't know I'm an American. And he's got Mm -hmm. his map out 
and he's got he looks like the touristy right he is an american tourist and he's got his goggles and his flag and all this stuff and he walks up and he goes signore signore and so i look down at him because i don't know he's talking to me i look down at him and i went see see and so he thinks i'm italian all right yeah, that's goes, right. He, that's he, it. Wait a minute. So he's got the map out. He goes, um, do you speak English? And I went, oh. So now I pretend oh, I'm see? Italian. I pretend I'm Italian. I go, eh, a little bit, little bit. And he goes, oh, okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> and so he folds the map out. He goes, I'm looking for the Duomo. And I went, oh, Duomo. Yes, Duomo, Duomo. Yes. And he's like pointing at the map. Like, could you tell me where I am to where the Duomo? Now, of course, I do know my way around Florence. I do. And so I go, hmm. So now I got him right where I want him. Because now I get to pretend I'm Italian. I go, um, my English, not so good. So, pardon me. Uh, you go uh, down the street, uh, street, uh, you go uh, left, uh, left. Street. Uh. And so I am totally BSing this poor guy. And he's like, okay, okay. He's like, like he's got his little magic marker. And he's like, okay, I go left, left, a, left, yeah, left, left, a, left, right, a, left, a, you go left, a, and then you go straight, a, straight, a, and then you, um, um, how do you say, um, uh, you go to circle, circle, yeah, yeah, the circle, and then you go right. So I go for two minutes with this guy. And the Duomo, Wes, is like, I don't know, it's 463 steps if you want to walk to the top of it. It'd be like a 15 story building. You can't miss the freaking. So I take this guy down the street to the left, around the circle, to the right. All he's got to do is go one block and look up, he can see the thing. But for 15 minutes, I pretend I was a Italian trying to speak English to this guy. And he goes, oh, your English is so good. I went, oh, bene, bene, grazie, grazie. And so off the guy goes. And so by this, like two minutes later, the girls come up. And of course, they bought all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, what have you been doing? I said, ah, just working on my Italian. And so that to me was like a highlight for me that I looked the part in Florence giving this poor American directions how to get to the Duomo. How about that? Where was he from? I don't know. My English is not too good, Wes. Not too good. Left. Left day, right day. I think it's left day, right day. So I pretended like I didn't know English. Straight day. Straight day. You get to a circle. You circle like a circle. You go a little left day and then do the right day. It was classic. Oh my gosh. I loved it. But it is yeah, such a uh, great experience. Poor guy. No, he I hope found he it. got to the Duomo. No, you can't miss yeah, it. Sure he did. You can't miss it. I was just glad. All I right. was just thrilled that my girls didn't walk up while I was doing this and going, hey, dad, you ready to go? I, I was just like, oh, that would have <laughs> that would have been a disaster. So I'm sitting here for 10 minutes with this guy pretending that I can barely speak English. <sighs> that would have been a disaster. Uh-huh. But it all worked out. But what a great trip. 
absolutely well, awesome trip. For all of us here at ACC Network, we're delighted to have you home. How about the branding? You're back on the program. How about the, how about the value of the ACC the branding Network strong. brand? Seriously. Come for it all. Yeah. Come right? for it all. Come for I it all. Mean, yeah. Come on. We've now done Barcelona. We've now done Amsterdam. We've done Switzerland. And we've now mm-hmm. done Italy yep. with the ACC Network brand. That hat has had some serious frequent flyer miles. Serious. Yep. We'd like to welcome all of those folks, especially those in Milan, Florence, Capri, Rome, and Switzerland. Off the train ride. To a Packer little lefty, a little righty but, uh, on the circle. But my man who had been on a wellness program since January 1 went to Italy. And Gigi and Emmy, thank you very much. Because Mr. I'm Hopping Off the Grid is now a TikTok star. That's it. See Tiramisu. Heck yeah. Oh. Lampon. Raspberry. Chocolate. <laughs> Was that good? All right. So good. Question. Yeah. Question. Answer. Did you have more than one a day? Did you have more than one a day? Yes. See. <laughs> Great. I mean, you're not very big, Wes. The best I mean, one? The best one, the chocolate? The best uh, one, the chocolate the at the end? The chocolate was really good. The ananas, which is pineapple. is the word. It's ananas. That is pineapple in Italian. Uh, it was great. Uh, the peach was really good. Lampone, the raspberry was really good. I really didn't have a bad one. Uh, the one that I kind of squinted at was uh, limon. It was lemon. Um, it was tart. Tart. All right, uh, but the, the the chocolate was the chocolate was really great. I mean, it was great. great. There were I, a couple five stars in there. They didn't have any Rocky Road there. No, <laughs> no, but um, I gotta find the one. Uh, there was one that I got in Capri. Um, they had butter pecan. No. Hey man, you look just like Mark Packer. Really? Guess what? I am Mark Packer. I couldn't believe it. I would have paid to. Let me. I would have paid to see it. Let me. I, I got pictures of all you, the food and stuff. Hold on, I'm trying to find. Look at this uh, pictures of all the food. All of a sudden, it's like tra- it's like doing a show with Condé Nast magazine. Well, let me tell you something. I've always said that I've always wanted to do a food show. I, I I've even pitched it on this. Well, we show. have that on this show. We have I, the. We have it on this network. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. It's called Three Day Weekend. No, you don't. No, I'm talking about a food <laughs> show. I'm talking about doing a food. Now, here, here's the one. Hold on a second. No, no. Get... Okay. By the way, I did buy some glasses, but not from for these. Uh, the Don Carlo. Oh. Now, here we go. Black cherry, crunchy <laughs> with chocolate and amaretta biscuits. 
Oh boy. That one oh boy. Good. That one ain't good. That one ain't even good. That one no wax paper pies at the election to barbecue uh, good. That's hey, it. That somebody, one wasn't that good. I did have some guy ask me, packing all this food. Uh, did you find any barbecue? I said, dude, they don't have barbecue over here. But now they come serve, on, man. They serve prosciutto. That's which ours. Is fantastic. But barbecue that's is ours. our deal, right? We we've cornered the market. They come over here to eat our barbecue because they don't have it over there. I'll tell you what they do have though. That so prosciutto there you go. prosciutto e milone. Oh, Little, yeah. cantaloupe, little cantaloupe, little prosciutto. Woo! Set you free, my man. All right. It was good. Uh, baseball lefty, is next on lefty, this program. A little righty, Wes. No, don't. No, no. <laughs> Tourist. Uh, Virginia Tech and Notre Dame are headed to the Supers. Hokies are going to host. English Field will be an uprising this weekend oh, for that. Know. John Chef has done it again. Hokies are hosting Supers, and Notre Dame's going to Knoxville. Back with all that and more next on Packer and Durham. The Packer and Durham Podcast. This is the Packer and Durham Podcast. <laughs> Golly, Pete. <laughs> oh, my God. How come... How come when you told the AC Milan story, you left the part out about the fan who walked by when you were shooting the video <laughs> and told you that you were number one? <laughs> uh, How also, come you left that part out of the story? I also the left out what I said to him. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, that was good. It's a Disney thing. It's a Disney product. Got to be careful. And I told you that. That's why I covered up uh, the Statue of David with the ACC Network hat and that photo opportunity. That's it. You're right. So many great All right. Congratulations this morning to uh, Virginia Tech and Notre Dame, two ACC members that are off to the Super Regionals in the NCAA Baseball Championship. Hokies are there. They beat Columbia yesterday. Uh, congratulations to John Chef and this group. I mean, they have done a phenomenal job. Uh, you know, top seed in the overall in the ACC baseball championship. Uh, didn't work out there, but Chef now goes to a super regional for the third time as a head coach. He did it with Maryland twice, 2014 and 2015. Well, I hope really good baseball team, both disciplines. I, I'm excited to see what can happen with this group next week. I am too, and it'd be a great scene. And by the way, when you're seeing highlights there, I hope you notice a little smoke coming out there in right field. I said this before I left yeah. town. You know what? The best baseball joints all in college baseball all have got smoke in the outfield for all the right reasons. And yep. I don't know if it'll be Florida or Oklahoma, uh, whoever shows up today to win that game. But i tell you what, that will be a scene in Blacksburg, Virginia this weekend. Um, hope the weather's sure going to be good and all that good stuff. But, man, the Hokies can mash it. They're playing great. And, boy, can you imagine that Virginia Tech crowd rolling out to uh, Omaha if they can get through there and win two more? Man, I'm live. Yeah. Great. Uh, Notre Dame is off to the Super Regionals. The Irish avoided some uh, accommodation problems in the Statesboro Regional, by the way, Pac. Uh, they had some real issues down there with lodging, as it were. In fact, UNC Greensboro had to stay in Savannah. It didn't affect Notre Dame, though. Link Jarrett's team just cruised right through, played some really good baseball, won the first game, Got the host team, Georgia Southern, then came back and got Texas Tech after they eliminated the Eagles. 
Uh, got a great start from John Michael Bertrand to start the weekend and then rode some good bat play through. It was not as high scoring a regional as others around the country. I'm looking at you, Stillwater, Oklahoma. But uh, I would say this. Notre Dame showed you the wares that probably made them a deserving host this weekend, but they also compartmentalized and moved on from it as well. And they're off to their second straight Super Regional, this time in Knoxville against the number one overall seed, Tennessee. Well, their lodging issues uh, started with the fact they had no business being in Statesboro. They should have been in South Bend, Indiana. That's the first lodging issue, which should have been straightened out. But the committee screwed that one up, just like they hosed NC State, um, which is ridiculous. I I was mad Mm -hmm. in another country when I found out that news. I was like, come on, Elliot (laughs) Avent, what has he done? I mean, after what happened to NC State last summer in Omaha, Right, uh, and they kind of, play, in my right. opinion, they played their way into the tournament, and then to get hosed again. Uh, and I saw what uh, Boo Corrigan's statement is, and of course, he's going to have to be politically correct, and he was with his statement. But come on, you got to be kidding me! You know, I'll say one other thing too, Wes. You know, having an ACC representation on a baseball committee has to become paramount, and I know we haven't talked about that Absolutely. today. Absolutely. But I was making notes in, in the quote-unquote downtime over in Italy. But when I saw NC State was left out, I'm like, how is that possible? Mm-hmm. I mean, no disrespect. Yeah. Um, and I know people go through the numbers and you can make whatever you want happen. But we've got to get the conference in the baseball committee. You've got to have a voice in the room. You have to. Because if not – I couldn't have anybody in five years. But that is it. That is to me, that is a lose-lose proposition. It's it bad is. for the teams, mm-hmm. and it's bad for the league. you got to have a voice in the room. This is too good a baseball league to have what happened, uh, like, for example, in lacrosse, where all of a sudden we got all six Ivy League teams in and one ACC team. That's BS. That is total garbage. Right. And I thoroughly enjoyed yep. watching the Ivy League suck in the NCAA men's lacrosse tournament. I did. It was it was a joke what was going on there, but for NC State not to get in, please, and don't tell me yeah. well you should schedule harder. Go look at their wins against top RPI teams. I mean it was again I know it's over and done with, and I'm late to the party here since I haven't been here for two weeks, but that was ridiculous. I felt bad for Elliot Avent because yeah. what they went through last summer playing as good a baseball as anybody in the country. And ended up not mm-hmm. even having the opportunity to win a national championship. And I'm not taking anything away from Mississippi State. They won it. They got the belt. You can go down to Stark Vegas and see it. But NC State was playing well enough last year to be at least have the opportunity to prove it. And I thought they were playing right. well enough during the regular season to have the opportunity to prove it in this tournament and did not get that chance. And that, to me, is disappointing. Just as it's disappointing that there's not an ACC voice in that committee room to sit there and tell you how good this league is. And I know that we got nine teams yeah. in, which tied for the best. But you know what? There should have been a tenth, easily a tenth, in my opinion. But that's over yeah. and done with. And the I good think news, that- I was going to say, the good news is Virginia Tech and Notre Dame have punched their ticket. Hopefully Louisville North Carolina can do the same today and tonight. Yeah, Tar Heels are going to be there. They get uh, VCU, Louisville plays Michigan. Uh, 12 noon for the cards, 6 o'clock tonight for the Tar Heels uh, in the uh, uh, winner-take-all ball games, by the way, in the NCAA Baseball Championship. We'll come back and talk about Carolina in this light. Uh, Scott Forbes, uh, 
Two really bad calls, by the way, in the ballgame on Saturday night. He ends up being ejected. And then somewhere in the NCAA championship codicil, he is suspended for two games. Uh, Lincoln, Nebraska's Jeff Hendricks right there, the uh, home plate umpire, took the brunt and later ejected Forbes. Seemingly a very unnecessary move in a weird, weird sequence of events. We'll come back and talk about that. More final half hour of the Monday Packer and Durham. Packer and Durham. Here's Mark Packer and Wes Durham. Pops him up. Coming in. O'Malley. Should be an infield fly rule. Runner can go. That's a double play. Double play. Wow. Be an infield fly. Did they call the infield fly? No. So now the second time, the second base umpire. Mark Wagers has been the brunt of frustration from Scott Forbes. Forbes is saying, my runner at second didn't know if he needed to go or not. Because if it's an infield fly, the runner at second doesn't have to go anyway. And so because the infield fly wasn't called, it forced Wilkerson to break late and he was thrown out. You can almost read Forbes' lips. Mm. Can you tell me the rule? Can you tell me the rule? Because that's exactly what that's what I mean, I can only imagine how hot he was. And then to get tossed is one thing. To now be suspended two games on top of it, I just think that's utterly ridiculous. I mean, just stupid. The good well, news is the good news the, is North Carolina, yeah. to their credit, was able to beat Georgia and then beat up on VCU last night to force the deciding game today. So Forbes is back. North Carolina's back. It's kind of like, all right, we're back to square one. Now let's go win this bad boy and get on to the Super Regional if you can. That's that's exactly right. The idea, of course, now becomes that was the combination of two plays. The infield fly was the second play. Here's the first play. The first play is an interference call on a uh, a bang-bang play, double play ball, if you will. Runner at first is going. Well, there it is. Now, here's the throw. And interference is the call. Interference on the base runner. Jeez. And the double play is awarded. That's Mark Wagers, the second base umpire, who ironically involved in both. And he calls interference, and they'd like to review it. Scott Forbes has asked for a review. It's not overturned. And I don't know how you can look at the video and call interference, let alone look at it live. He slides into the back. It just, like I said, you know, sometimes you just blow it. Sometimes you blow it twice. And those dudes in the blues, and then, they blew it twice. Mm-hmm. Well, and then to cap things off last night, the home plate umpire from the night before, Carolina's starting to roll early last night against VCU, Jeff Henricks is the home plate umpire Saturday night. He's the third base umpire last night. Rocket shot to third, hits the bag, Pack, and it's called a foul ball. Now, Carolina won the game going away, but goodness. Yeah, you know, sometimes uh, we all have bad days, Wes. We all have bad days. Those guys... Yeah, but you you know, Mark, we got too much technology not to get it right. Well... 
That may be true, but I will say this again when it comes a couple things here. When it comes to replay, I think the word, the key word is instant. I've always said this. I don't like replay. And we've got the greatest technological advancement ever in the world of sports. There's no doubt. But there's only one sport, in my opinion, that gets it right with replay. And that is tennis. Why? Because if mm-hmm. you and I are playing against each other, I think it's in, you think it's out. Hey, there's the challenge. In a span of eight seconds, we have an answer and we resume play. And we move on. Unfortunately, in college sports, the NFL, all this stuff, I mean, replay takes forever. And I do think officials and umpires, and not that I'm calling them lazy, but they become now so reliant on the fact that, well, even if I don't get the call right, we can stop everything and go back and go under the hood and delay everything. And I think it's a problem. I don't like it. I mean, I well, don't like it. If you could tell me how we could get to instant, the keeping instant. Instant replay, I'm all for it. Here's the other thing I was going to tell you. Now, you mentioned this in hour number one, that the NCAA comes out with a statement from the officials, the umpires. I have said from day one, why do we not put the referees and umpires with a microphone in front of their face after every game? They're just as important to the a coach who makes a decision, a player who makes a play. Why wouldn't you be able to ask the question, hey, umpire, what did you see in the fourth inning and why you made that call or whatever mm-hmm. the scenario may be? I don't think it's asking too much for an umpire or no. referee to say, well, in my opinion, here is what we saw and here was what the rule is and this is why we stated our case. I think that should be mandatory. I don't know why that's a problem. Yeah. I've never understood it. Well, the, the bigger issue Saturday night in Chapel Hill was – that there was no statement, there was no clarification officially. All you had to do was kind of look at rule books. There's a, you know, and at the end of the day, there's a suspension of Scott Forbes for two games for the ejection, which seems on those two calls in particular to be a little harsh. Carolina Athletics Director Bubba Cunningham, who, you know, many of us regard as one of the smartest guys in the business, takes to Twitter to say how disappointed and frustrating it is you know, the NCAA confirms a two-game suspension for our baseball coach, yet we have no explanation for the call that ultimately led to the suspension. We must do better for our student-athletes and teams. Amen. Look, here's the thing. You got a sport you want people to buy into on a national level, and they do, right? They do. Um, you got to be able to provide explanation and communications. Now, I know these regional sites, there's 16 of them. You don't put baseball committee members on those sites like you do with basketball from time to time. Instead, you put NCAA baseball folks representing other institutions. Uh, you know, it could be a former coach, a former athletic director, somebody who has previous ties to baseball. They're kind of your regional site manager, if you will, representing the NCAA. Those people have to do better. They've got to do better because here's why. There are too many people watching. I mean, I think one of the best things this company does every year is the squeeze play thing they do in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of the baseball regionals. Matt Schick and Chris Budden, Mike Rooney was there, Chris Burke was there. It was great. It was terrific for three days. And, you know, you you sit there and you watch and you get head scratchers. And, you know, we, we do too much to make this event a spectacular experience to have it left 
numb by two guys who can't make the right call and then give no explanation. Well, if your explanation is human error, well, then then you're indicting the replay system. But what's worse is how does Forbes get suspended on shouldn't. that kind of call? Yeah, it shouldn't. No I, chance. I, yeah, I said earlier. Absolutely you know, ridiculous. You know, like I said earlier, if he, kind of, if he came out, punched the guy in the nose or threw the third base you know, bag, picked it out and threw it and hit somebody, I get that. But different deal. To argue, hey, I think I'm in the right here. Could somebody give me an explanation of why the call was made? And that ends up being an ejection equaling two-game suspension during the NCAA tournament. That rule is ridiculous. Right. I mean, that to me is absolutely right. – uh, that's, that's mind-numbing how dumb that rule is. That's stupid. Well, look. And I know we go neutrality for umpires, so you're not going to see ACC umpires. You're not going to see A-10 umpires, so on and so forth in these regions. Like SEC umpires, that kind of thing, are not going to happen where it's Georgia and VCU and Carolina. And uh, I think the other team in the regional was, um, was it, Hofstra out of the CAA. So you're probably not going to see familiar umpires. So you bring in Jeff Hendricks, a guy who's from Lincoln, Nebraska, who's been to the College World Series. I don't know where Mark Wagers is from. It's not. It's, it doesn't matter in this case. Doesn't. But what I do know is this. After a call happens like that on a Saturday night in an NCAA tournament game, whoever the tournament administrator is representing the NCAA has got to think about getting some other guys in there. Got to think about getting some other guys. Because then when you have something happen like last night, the shot at third that hits the bag that's a miss, come on now. We can do better than this pack. We got way too much money invested in this product line. If this were the NCAA basketball tournament, this would have been 36-hour news cycle stuff. You know that. In the NCAA baseball tournament, it is a news item. But if it had been the basketball tournament, it would have been 36 hours of this. The NCAA's got to be – you got to be better at it. This is what you do well. You do events well. Pack said it. I agree. But you got to do better at this event for sure when stuff like this happens. Hey, guys make mistakes, right? And and nobody is immune to that. But um, you also have to correct mistakes. And there's so many correctable opportunities here, it's not even funny. But for Forbes to have been suspended right. two games is almost laughable. That's ridiculous. It's almost comical, yeah. uh, to be honest with you. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. More Packer and Durham. Uh including an award. I never thought we'd do this. This is a first for us, isn't it? Yeah. This is going to be a first today. And it's got an Packs ACC. back from f- Italy, and we're. And it's got a little ACC flavor to it. The Packer and Durham Podcast. This is the Packer and Durham Podcast. Hey, don't forget, all ACC tonight, 10 o'clock highlights of each of the ACC teams in the regionals, uh, zeroing in on Carolina and Louisville, who hope to advance to Supers as well. Interviews with players and coaches, expert analysis. All starts tonight, 10 o'clock, right here on ACC Network, streaming live on the ESPN app. And uh, some of that some of that retrospect pack will be on the teams that did not advance out of the regional play this weekend and i guess the if you're going to line up the disappointment you start with miami the number six national seed and the canes don't even make the regional final today with Ole miss playing arizona and coral gables yeah only two national seeds uh, have been bumped already that uh, we're hosting and miami is one of those two and 
Again, uh, two tough games, two tough losses yesterday. The Ole Miss game was a one-run yeah. game. The Arizona game last night was a one-run game. But that stat you see on your screen, 39-0 entering yesterday, leading after eight innings. They just did not close the deal. Uh, and that seemed right. to be a theme amongst ACC teams yesterday facing elimination. Had big leads, just could not hold on to them down the stretch. Yeah. The other one on that list is Virginia. Cavaliers are in Greenville playing in the East Carolina Regional, and Virginia leads 6 nothing in the fifth inning. They hadn't lost a game where they've led by more than four runs this season, and unfortunately for Virginia, it ends in Greenville there. That's, that's incredibly disappointing, I know, for Brian O'Connor's team against Coastal Carolina. Yeah, no doubt. And give Coastal a lot of credit. Again, this is a team that won a national championship mm-hmm. a few years ago. Not only did they come back to knock off Virginia to stay alive, they went on and beat East Carolina uh, last night. They force uh, the Pirates in a you know, loser-leave town match today. Like I said, there are 10 of those today. 10 loser-leave mm-hmm. town match games involving teams that were seeded. So the balance of power in college baseball. Uh, is very, very difficult. Only five teams swept over the weekend going 3-0. Two of those were from the ACC with both Notre Dame and Virginia Tech. But two more ACC teams, as we've talked about this show, Virginia to, uh, with uh, North Carolina and Louisville playing today. Louisville at noon, North Carolina tonight at 6 p.m. with a chance to punch their ticket. So uh, still a big-time baseball game yeah. still left. Florida State never quite seemed to get their sea legs, if you will, at Auburn. Uh Alex Terrell hit a home run late on Friday to beat UCLA or give them a cushion to beat UCLA. Um, And then they lost to Auburn in the uh, winner's bracket game 21 to 7. And Auburn put up some runs. Now, I mean, Auburn has scored like crazy in this event. Um, Now, they'll play UCLA today, but boy, Florida State, I know they've got to be incredibly disappointed. Parker Messick started that ball game the other day. I mean, just never quite seem to get any momentum at all, Mark. Well, Florida State had guys in running, runners in scoring position. They just could not get that key hit. And you, know, you got to do that. It's baseball, mm-hmm. man. That's what makes it, you know, for some folks, it's an agonizing sport, but that's why you watch it. And, hey, you get that guy on second, man, you got to get that sucker home in some shape or form. But a 2-1 loss to UCLA, like I said, it was not a great day against the Pac-12. Arizona eliminated Miami last night. Same thing with Florida State and UCLA. So, uh, disappointing in the Sunshine State. You kind of expected Miami, in particular, being a host, to move on to the next region or next round into the Super Regionals. It didn't work out that way. But that's baseball, Wes. You know, you, you just got to take the good yeah. with the bad. And like I said, you can, for, from our perspective, we're going to emphasize the positives, and that is with what Virginia Tech was able to pull off. Same thing with Notre Dame. And like I said, hopefully North Carolina and Louisville can add to the mix and get four ACC teams in the Super Regionals. Yeah, two more teams to discuss. Georgia Tech uh, fell behind early in their regional. They lost to Campbell on Friday. Jackets came back. They dismissed and eliminated Alabama State. And then yesterday in the afternoon, uh, punched Campbell a good one. 16-5 was the final. In the ball game, Danny Hall became the active winningest coach in NCAA baseball. Uh, And then last night, unfortunately, a 4-0 lead went by the boards in the last three frames against Tennessee. And the Volunteers are the nation's number one seed for a reason in this event. Their ability to finish it out. Georgia Tech came within nine outs of forcing a winner-take-all game today with Tennessee. But the Vols win last night with a huge – they score six in the ninth 
to win 9-6 to six last night against Georgia Tech. But our congratulations to Danny Hall. 1,348 wins. The active winningest NCAA baseball coach now at the Division I level. Yeah, that was a tough task. I mean, number one, Tennessee is out of sight, at home, small ballpark. They play with a ton of swagger, ton of confidence. You had to beat them twice to get to the Super Regional. But Wes, you know, yep. you go to the ninth inning, hey, let's just close the door down and put all the pressure mm-hmm. on Tennessee on a Monday at home. They did not get the job done. Again, bullpens across the country. Some of these scores, you, your eyeballs pop out of your head seeing some of the scores and the amount of runs that are scored. But uh, great pitching normally takes care of business when that did not happen for Georgia Tech, didn't happen for Miami, didn't happen for Florida State, didn't happen for Wake Forest, right. didn't happen for Virginia. All five of those teams eliminated yesterday, and all of them, and quite frankly, were in a pretty good spot. They just couldn't figure out a way to close it. Yeah. Boy, you're talking about games. Oklahoma State and Missouri State set the bar, though. Yeah, but Missouri Five St- hours and 16 minutes and 44 runs back. Yeah, Missouri State was up 12 nothing and lost. Got killed. They were up 12 nothing and got destroyed. Now, now welcome to college 44 baseball. runs back. Five hours. 29-15, your final. Uh, ho-hum, piece of cake, layup. Only thing missing was West Durham doing the game live. Oh, oh. <laughs> Jerry Lewis on Labor Day didn't last as long as that game did. That's all I'm going to tell you. Well, get ready for it. We're not done with those games either. I know. Now, there may be a couple today, by the way. Because let me tell you, I mean, the what? only thing about this format, and we talked about, Pac, I want to tell you this, we talked about this last week, Drew Carter and I did. You know, the ACC takes a little bit of heat for the ACC baseball championship being pool play, right? You know that. We've talked about it in the past. But the one thing it does do is it helps you set your pitching, right? You can set your pitching in the championship, and hopefully it helps you for the teams that advance to the NCAA tournament. Now you got to get teams to Omaha and Supers and all that for it to happen. But let me tell you, when you get in this double elimination format, there ain't no turning back on pitching, brother. There ain't no turning back. Because at some point, it might become organized batting practice. And that's what happened yesterday with Oklahoma State and Missouri State. That was nothing but BP that it required a ticket to get in. Well, it also happened in Louisville because the Cards put a 20 spot on Michigan Sorry. and you know everybody normally has one starter, right? Everybody everybody's got one ace. Everybody's got play. one. Yeah. <laughs> got the, one. The, the problem is you really kind of weed through this stuff that hey, when people have to get to your bullpen, brother, you are in deep trouble a lot of teams. And that's why you see some of these crazy scores like holy <clears throat> mackerel, can they not get anybody out? Uh sometimes yeah. the answer is no, they cannot. Uh, I hope Louisville's got yeah. the hot bats again today against Michigan, but we'll find out becoming, uh, what, high noon. We're about the two hours away. There you go. All right. Uh, we have got um, what amounts to NC State winning a championship over the weekend. Oh, wait a minute. What about Wake yep. Forest? We got to mention the Deeks. We got, we got to oh, Wake the... Forest. I'm sorry. Wake Forest. Do not forget about the Wake Swiss, Wes. I Please. won't. I know. You're tied to the Swiss. Wake Forest was uh, one and two and done in uh, in College Park. They lost a one-run game to UConn on Friday, uh, came back and eliminated Long Island University 10-4, to and then Maryland beat them 10-5. Uh, boy, the Terps have had a nice year. They have. Uh, and Maryland continues to uh, kind of make it happen, although I will say this, the uh, UConn Huskies look pretty sharp. That's a nice baseball team, UConn. I um, 
I'm anxious to see what that uh, elimination game tonight will be like. Winner take all ball game at Shipley Field in College Park. But, but Tom Walter and du- and Wake Forest had a, had a nice year too. But I know they wanted more. All these teams wanted more at the end. Yeah, especially when you're up five two uh, and you're trying to put Maryland yeah. out of their misery in front of their home folks. Uh, they got all the pressure and. Then Maryland exploded in the eighth inning. Like I said, there was a theme yesterday with ACC baseball in the eighth and ninth innings of, hey, teams with leads and desperate modes, and they just yeah. did not have the numbers coming out of the pen. Didn't get it done. Yeah. So that'll put a wrap on baseball and more tomorrow. Uh, by the way, Drew Carter is here tomorrow with Packer. Matt Schick on Wednesday because Mark's been on vacation. I'm going to take a couple of days of vacation. Seems right. Except I'm not going to Italy. And act like I'm a native or a local and help yeah. tourists find the Duomo. Some people can pull it off. Some can't. I cannot. There'd be no chance I could do that. Um, as I was saying a moment ago, NC State has won a championship this weekend. <laughs> it's not an NCAA championship, but it's a championship. As the great Dave Odom once said about the NIT, it's not the national championship. It's a national championship. Our congratulations this morning to Abby Lampy of NC State who won the women's race in the dangerous annual contest which takes place in Gloucestershire. The cheese roll pack. Love it. She's got the sweatshirt on the whole bit. You know what I think they ought to do? Can we re-rack the video very quickly? I want to re-rack this video. This was unbelievable to watch. Your chances, Mark, with this. Your thoughts. Uh, my thoughts are that I'll just stay on top of the hill uh, with the ch- Chariot uh, Champions golf cart. and uh, That's Abby. Good Lord. Golly. You got to really want You got to really want it. <laughs> I think what they should do is get the umpires from Chapel Hill and uh, push them down the hill before the game uh, tonight at 6. That's what I think. I think I think Coach Forbes has the ability to push every umpire from behind uh, and let them roll down. If they survive, they can do the game tonight in Chapel Hill. That's what I think. That is crazy. By the way, not just any cheese roll. The Jubilee cheese roll pack. Have you heard about the Jubilee? Oh, believe me. I heard all about it when I was over across the pond. Heard all about it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. It's been wonderful to be here with the star of TikTok and social media. That's right. At ACC Packer. That's right. For all your information on and off the on and off the screen, as they say. A little lefty, a little righty. Mr. I'm off the grid. Yeah. I'm on the grid. Yeah. Off the grid. On the grid. (laughs) The big man is back and full of gelato. Good to be back. Drew Carter is here tomorrow. Louisville offensive coordinator Lance Taylor joins. Thanks to Drew Brooks. Thanks to Biana. Thanks to Casey Polo O'Brien for helping put our show together. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow morning at 7 on Packer and Durham. Ciao. Tune into Packer and Durham weekday mornings from 7 to 10 Eastern for the best conversations about everything from the ACC. Find it on the ACC Network, Sirius XM Channel 371, and streaming on the ESPN app.